the Montreal Canadiens select. The Montreal Canadiens are proud to select Jesperi Kotkanemi, Ryan Paling, Cole Caulfield. Hey, Habs fans, Max Dumont here, back with another episode of History in the Making. Our guest for this episode isn't exactly a prospect. However, uh, he knows what it takes to make it in the NHL. It is none other than the power horse, Josh Anderson. So we're going to talk about the draft. We're going to be talking about his summer plans. He's going to be giving advice for those that will be joining the Montreal Canadiens shortly. This took part during a live Q&A with our awesome Habs fans. You're going to hear me call out their names. Those are the users in the chat that are asking Anderson questions live. You're also going to hear me translate some of these things into French. So if you want to take part in the next Q&A with a member of the Montreal Canadiens, I promise you it's a lot of fun. Go ahead and subscribe to our Twitch channel. Without further ado, let's bring him on, Josh Anderson. How's it going, Josh? I'm doing very well. How are you? Great, great. First of all, um, I got to know, I, I'm sure people have asked you before, but that power horse nickname, like, how do you feel about that? Yeah, uh, I mean, I just went with it. Um, I really haven't really heard of it ever since I got to Montreal. So it was kind of a cool little nickname there. And um, I ended up making uh, a few uh, suits uh, last summer with the little horse in the side too so did you you had you had horses on your side? i didn't notice yeah yeah well with one of my suits yeah i actually uh, made a custom suit with uh, some horses in the inside so it was a good little nickname that's amazing people in the chat have to go find me that picture of, the, of josh's suit there um okay the most important thing that we're going to get to is obviously we're talking about the draft here, Josh, and you have a lot of experience with that. We, you also have a lot of experience by not being a first overall or, uh, you know, first rounder. You had to work your way up to the NHL. Uh, but before we get into that, um, we have a very important question. I was reading your NHLPA interview from a few years ago, and you said your favorite food is pizza, right? Yeah, one of them. Yeah. What about, because I have a bet with my producer and I ask everyone, how, are, how what are your feelings of pineapple on pizza? I do not like pineapple on pizza. My, uh, yes, actually a few people in my family, uh, I think it's my sister and my brothers, they, they love pineapple on, my, on their pizza, but I am not a fan at all. It ruins pizza. Yeah, I think it does, yeah. Pineapple is good, pizza is good. Together? Yeah, yeah I don't think it goes. It's like, I love horses, I love radishes, but horseradish, not very good. All right, so uh, one of the number one questions we're getting in the chat, Josh, is um, they're asking what you're up to this summer. So are you doing some fishing? Are you going on vacation? Uh, what's your game plan? Yeah, uh, it's been a busy summer so far. Um, obviously, I got the opportunity to go over Worlds um, in Finland and, and compete over there, which was a, a great opportunity and uh, to meet other players. Uh, on different teams around the league and um, just representing your country, you know what I mean? And getting the opportunity to, uh, to win a medal, um, you know, was, was something new for me. And um, I ended up getting the opportunity to play at the world juniors, but uh, didn't, didn't end up coming home with, with anything. So um, going over there and obviously, um, you know, it was, it was great to, to play over there and um, ultimately go to the finals and, um, and, and come up with a medal too. I mean, uh, it was, it was a good game till the end, but, um, I, I thought we, we competed hard. And, um, so like I said, that was a great opportunity. And then I got to travel, um, Europe a little bit. I went to, uh, to Italy. Did you, um, did you go with, with Pez or what? 
to to Italy. Yeah, Pizzetto was in Italy too. Yeah, I feel like everybody from the NHL was in Italy. I don't know. It just it just worked out uh, that way. I mean, I was already down um, in Europe, so um, I got to spend a couple of weeks with with my girlfriend in Italy and and went to go see her hometown um, and and traveled over there for a couple of weeks, which is uh, which was amazing. Um, it was something that uh, I've never experienced before, but uh, I will say the the food was uh, outstanding. Because um, they don't put pineapple on pizza. That's right. Yes, um, <laughs> that was great. And then uh, you know, came back to Montreal and, and started training right away and um, getting, getting back in the swings of things, um, which has been great. So uh, no, another question here, and I mean, you have to answer this very carefully. This is very serious, Josh. Uh, this question comes from Pricey for Life, and he asks, "Do you like poutine?" I do. I, I actually love it. Um, Seriously, I, I do. I, I really do. Um, I had the experience. I mean, I, I've told this story a hundred times, but when I came down um, to Montreal when I was sixteen years old, and, and ended up seeing a playoff game there, my my dad took me at all like these spots that uh, he went to, and when, when he came into town a lot. So, um, you know, the first thing he took me. Uh, was to try a poutine uh, place and um, you know I absolutely loved it and um, you know I usually like to, to have it on the occasional date but uh, it's it's very good does your your, your train your nutrition your nutritionist probably isn't a big fan of you gobbling probably down. not a big fan but I mean <laughs> once a week uh, once every two weeks it's it's okay to have exactly i just as he said once a day is perfect uh that's how i do it that's how i go about it once every day don't so my producer just pulled up the question that i was looking for good timing so the question comes from anthony catalano which player on the team other than yourself impresses you most with their work ethic oh that's a that's a good question i mean you know there's a few guys um starting with Romy. Susie, cool. I mean, these guys are um, young guys, but they know what it takes to to play in the, the National Hockey League, and um, and you know their worth ethic every single day when they come into the rink and um, seeing these guys in the gym, um, either before practice or after practice, and um, just trying to get better um, every day and, and working on their working on things that uh, you may not um, work on usually, but um, they're they're trying to find ways. Um, to improve their game always, um, whether that's in the gym or, um, you know, in the coach's room, looking at video and, and things like that. So um, those three young guys, um, you know, they, they're improving a lot and, um, you know, they have so, so much success in their, their young hockey career right now and, and they're only going to get better. Josh, who's the first guy on the ice? It used to be Placanitz. Um, Pez did it. Pezetta was always the first guy on the ice in Naval. Who's the first guy that, and like, who's the gym rat? Who's the guy that's just obsessed with getting there first and working out really hard? I think Romy, to be honest. With you. I think that, I think Romy goes out on the ice like 25 minutes before practice. He's, he's, he's ready to go. It looks like he has like six Red Bulls in him every morning, but he doesn't. Um, just the energy that he has is, uh, it's pretty amazing. I, I always uh, it, I always look at Romanov like he's he's when you tell a dog you're about to go for a walk but you still have to put your shoes on there exactly. and the dog's spinning around. Exactly. Yeah, we kind of have to calm down a little bit, but uh, <laughs> no, it's good to see. Um, what about Cole Caulfield? Because Gallagher was telling mm -hmm. me that Caulfield um, he can get pretty excitable in the locker room too. Is that true? You know what, uh, Cole's been amazing. Um, 
you know, even when the success wasn't there at the start of last season, when, you know, he was, um, he only had one goal, but he comes into the rink every single day with a smile on his face, cracking jokes. Um, you know, he's just living life um, to a whole different standard than, than everybody else. Uh, he, he looks like the happiest kid uh, in the world. And, um, you know, it's really good to see for, for a young guy like him. Um, but uh, he, he's been incredible. I always call him the emotional support Hobie Baker winner. Uh, yeah. You know, because, uh, yeah, just watching that playoff run, everybody was seemed to be looking at uh, rubbing his head for good luck, like a, yeah. like a lucky Buddha in there. Um, <laughs> all right. We have a question here from Petre506. How's it going, Petre? What do you think about Arturi Lekkonen winning the cup? Uh, because, Josh, this might be a secret. Many people don't know this, but I was a little bit of an Arturi Lekkonen fan, just a little bit. Um, I was completely obsessed with him. So, so how did it feel to see your, your former teammate who, again, we talk about hard workers and good guys. That's one of them. So how was it uh, to see him lift the cup? Yeah, it was, it was awesome to see, um, especially in that, that finals, it was, uh, two good teams going at it. Um, you know, you got Perry on one side, you got Lecky on the other side. Um, but, uh, you know, to see Lecky win the cup, you can just see how much, um, of his work ethic, you know, he really brought into his game, um, on the ice he's just like a little bulldog going all around the ice and and working you know giving 100 percent every shift um and and you could see he was playing with really good players and um such a reliable forward that uh, could play that 200 foot game and, and and be physical and block shots and um he did all the little things right and, and scored some big goals too for for colorado too um so to see him um win the stanley cup and um you know, be such a clutch guy for that, that organization, that team um, was very exciting. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very happy for Lucky. And he's an Arsenal fan, which is my soccer team. So that's uh, the, the most important thing uh, there. We do, there's no more Arsenal fans, I don't think, left in the team. I think Gallagher's a Tottenham fan, but did, yeah. did you watch soccer by any chance? No, no, I don't. I you're got a baseball a, guy, right? I'm a baseball guy, yeah. All right. So you're watching the Blue Jays then, right? Correct. Until the Expos come back to Montreal. That's right. That's right. See? Good answers. Um, I heard you're a card player. You walk around with cards. Is that true? Or was that a thing you used to do? Or do you still play cards on the on the trains and the, the planes? Yeah, we played cards uh, maybe a little too much. But uh, oh, yeah? it just makes the flight go by way quicker. The train rides go by quick. Um, we got a pretty Who's good the worst card? Who loses the most money? That I need to know. Who's the worst player? Oh, man. Um, I really want to say Galley, but he's actually a good player. He's a, he okay. is a good player. Really? Um, but I'd probably say the worst card player at our table right now would be Pro. Um, I think he loses the most money at the table. Yeah. Everyone else told me Gallagher. I just feel like it's a thing that you. I know. Do. We go back. We go at it back and forth. Me and Galley. We try to pick on each other a lot, but uh, he's a good card player. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll give him that. He's decent at hockey. He's a good card player. Yeah. yeah. So we have an event coming up in two days. Um, Pretty exciting event. Obviously, the Montreal Canadiens have the first overall pick at the draft, and they will be picking first overall. So, um, you were a fourth-round pick. It was a little harder for you to, you know, first-round picks get a little more attention, a few more opportunities. So, what was it like when you got drafted, and um, what was the key to really get the attention of the upper management and get your chance in the NHL? Yeah, it was a day that, um, it was a special day. I mean, I'll, I'll never forget it. Um, you know, you work your whole ent your entire life uh, for that opportunity. Um, 
and you know really it's it's a dream come true so obviously it's a special day for these kids um when i when i got drafted um you know to the nhl i think it was it was a long time ago it was back in 2012 in pittsburgh but um i didn't end up going um, to the draft just because there's so much uncertainty right like if you're um not projected in the first round you know second third fourth there's a lot of kids that 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 can go and so i decided to stay back home with my family and um you know we we went uh we actually went out golfing on on the day of the draft just to get away from it and, and not think about it but uh you know long story short um you know i played unbelievable on the front nine and then on the back nine that's when the the second round started kicking in the third round and all these that's kids are dog legging left there <laughs> i just started blowing up my game so um i ended up getting a call from my agents i think it was on the 14th hole um and and saying that i just got drafted by the columbus blue jackets and um it was such an amazing day just to share it with you know my 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 dad my brothers my uncle um my billet dad that uh, supported me and who i lived with in in london uh, throughout my junior career um but i had so many amazing people that i i got to experience it with um it, it was just incredible so um I have a question here from Basti Wastakin, who is always submitting questions, and we appreciate him. What kind of leadership slash mentorship role can you bring to the first overall pick that will be drafted on Thursday? And I mean, that's a great question because it's going to be a lot of pressure. Um, it's going to be a lot of attention. It's in Montreal. So what kind of advice and you know, what kind of leadership role do you think you'll have with that? Yeah, um, well, it's going to be exciting um, for you know whoever we pick. Um, you know, as a young kid coming in, um, you know, they have obviously in this market, uh, it's going to be di very difficult. Um, so, um, you know, what I can bring is, you know, just, you know, going up to whoever we get drafted and um, really just being relaxed and um, doing what you can do um, to help this hockey team win. And um, obviously he's going to be very excited and, and running through adrenaline right in training camp but uh, at the end of the day too you want to you want to be yourself and um do what you do that that got you to this point really um and, and obviously um as older guys we can show you the ropes and 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 help you with things um you know off the ice and, and whatnot but generally speaking um you know you, you got drafted you know first overall for a reason for, for what you did, you know, in your past and, and what you did on the ice. So um, those are the things that I think, you know, uh, most of us as older guys are going to, you know, help generally speak in and, um, and guide them in the right direction. I actually have two questions related to that. So um, actually, let's make it one question in your NHL PA profile. At one point you said the thing you hate the worst is traffic. And then you got traded to the Montreal Canadians. Um, what kind of advice will you give, the player who gets drafted about how to deal with traffic in Montreal. You know what? It's actually not terrible. Um, there is a lot of construction though in the city um, where you, you kind of have to have your GPS on at all times because you know, the, the, the route might change every day uh, depending on the construction or, or the traffic. Um, you know, generally speaking, I could yesterday, for example, like I, I'm, I'm heading to the workout. I'm, thinking there's going to be a lot of traffic. There was no traffic at all. And then today it rains a little bit and the highway is just jammed. Um, but uh, it, it's pretty easy to get around in the city. It's, it's, uh, it's not difficult to really go anywhere. And um, yeah, some days there's traffic that 
be pretty hefty bumper to bumper, but um, you know, you, you deal with it. Okay. Because people in the chat right now are asking if we all live in the same city. Um, I guess, I guess when you're used to going that fast and getting your way through traffic on the ice, yeah. you're pretty good at getting through traffic, yeah. uh, just straight traffic. But I, I, we have a lot of doubters here, Josh. They're they're You were nice about the traffic, but they're thinking, mm. yeah, <laughs> it, it, it can, I remember on one day it was Christmas Eve and uh, the highway was packed at 4am. You know, that was my introduction to Montreal. I was like, okay, okay. This is uh this is going to be fun. Um, we actually have another question here, and it, it, it kind of relies to the draft because obviously the new player that's coming in will be a uh, eventually, most likely, a leader. There are a lot of young leaders on the team too. Um, how do you feel about? Um, and Junimo and Nate ask, who do you see as the biggest leaders right now with the Habs, and how do you feel about the youth movement uh, that's going on right now? Yeah, I mean, I think there's uh, a lot of good leaders on our team. Um, you know, you can see the depth that we have and. Um, you know, the guys, um, like Gallagher, like Susie, um, you know, even, even Carrie Price who has been there forever and, and what he brings to the table and, um, you know, how he treats the locker room. And, uh, then you guys, and then you got guys like Joel Edmondson, Jeff Petrie. I mean, you can go around the room and, and name a, a bunch of different leaders and, and everyone brings something different to the table every single day. But, um, you know, I think we got a tremendous locker room and, a locker room that's going to help, you know, the, the young guys. And I, I think the young guys are developing in, in the right way as well. And, um, you know, even, you know, you got Susie as a young kid and he's stepping into that role, um, you know, pretty smoothly. And, and he's obviously um, still learning on, on things to do off the ice and, and on the ice. But uh, I think he's handled himself um, tremendously. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a very difficult position too, especially when you're that young, but, um, you know, I, I think he's, you know, a lead player that is, is handling the role um, very well and, and he's only going to get better, um, you know, as, as, as when he gets older. So it's, it's good things to hear. And also, Josh, I mean, they're talking about you as a leader. So don't. So you, I know hockey players aren't allowed to compliment themselves, but you're definitely they see you as one of the leaders. Um, Trizak, hey Trizak, how's it going? Wants to know because we talked about the power horse thing to begin with, but do you prefer Joshy, Andy, who are it's like the most classic hockey nicknames? They call me Doomy sometimes because my last name is Dumo and it's way too close to Dummy. But uh, Josh, Andy, or Powerhouse or Power Horse, is there another one that we're missing? Uh, no, I think you you got him. Um, I, I've been called Andy ever since I can remember, so I think that's that's stuck. We need better career. nicknames though in hockey. Back in the day, it was like boom, boom, and like the 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 shikutsumi uh, cucumber and stuff yeah. like that. We really need to bring those awesome nicknames back. Yeah. If you could play with one player, uh, dead or alive, past or present, or maybe even future, wink, wink, uh, who would it be? Um, I would have to say Pierre Mahovlich. I mean, why not? Uh, how, how cool would that be? Um, you know, to to have the opportunity to play with him and. Um, I think that'd be a pretty special moment, uh, not only for myself, but for our family to, to see. So I think that would be pretty cool. So you'd have the big M and the big A and two powerful men. I'd be afraid for those defensemen. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, I have to ask you, Josh, how did you train yourself to just barrel at a thousand miles an hour towards the net? Cause you know, either you're eating blocker, um, five, five Sherwoods to the legs or you're eating post or you're eating boards, regardless, uh, you're going to get a healthy breakfast there. So how do you, how do you train yourself to just go full speed towards uh, danger? 
I don't know. I think I was developed that way back in junior, um, you know, being coached by um, two guys that uh, are well known uh, in the Hunter brothers. And, um, you know, I was always that guy that was pretty skilled and a goal scorer and um, a playmaker and whatnot. And, you know, they just developed me in the right way. And they said, if you're not scoring goals, you, you got to be flying down the wing and, and try to run people and, and being physical. And um, that's what's going to get you to the next level. You got to have other, you know, abilities to, um, to be involved in and to try to help your team win. Um, so I think that made me into the player I am today. And I just carried that throughout my career. And um, yeah, I, I know that the, the, the speed is, you know, probably my biggest asset. So um, yeah. Well, after your glorious hair, which they've been asking about nonstop in the chat, so we'll, we'll get to that in just one moment. Uh, salut, Marie, je ne sais quoi qui est dans le chat, comment ça va? We actually, um, so you are in Montreal, right? You're going you're gonna to be going back and forth, but you're in Montreal right now, Josh, right? Correct, yes. So you went to the F1, if I remember correctly. I did, yes. Was that your first F1 event? That was my first F1 event. Um, yeah, I've heard so many things about the F1 in, in the summer, and um I thought it would be great to experience it uh, for myself. So uh, it was a nice weekend. And we saw Fernando Alonso, who's clearly a race car driver and not a hockey player. What do you what do you think about his uh, his shot there, Fernando Alonso's uh, wrist shot? Yeah, it definitely needs some work. Um, but um, you know, I I really didn't expect him to to lift the the puck or the ball but he did he ended up he's obviously a very quick learner because he didn't even know which way he, sh he was going to shoot uh either left or right and um I, I think he just tried right-handed and he actually did pretty good for his first time i mean but he I, should stick to being a race car driver absolutely well how would you prefer how would you do if you had because those cars are insane you have to get to such a high speed to get the brakes working would you ever take like maybe an f3 not necessarily an f1 but would you go around the track in one of those I don't even think I can fit in the cars because I try to go in one of the simulators and I couldn't no. even fit. You got to be pretty small to to get in one of those cars. So, um, yeah, I probably won't even be able to start the car, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> They're not uh, made for power horses. No. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I get that. All right. We have time for one last question. And actually, yeah, so they're saying, and I didn't know this, but um, so you're related to the Big M then. You're related to Pete Mahovlich. Is that is that true? Yes, through my mom's side. That's amazing. Yeah. So who and he was if I'm he was actually drafted by Detroit in the first ever draft and then he came over to the Habs. Um, did you like did you hang out with him or were you like? Yeah, I saw him actually uh, quite a bit um, last year. He was you know he was at the Bell Center um, in the Alumni Lounge. Uh, oh. and I ended up seeing him after the games a few times and um, then I'm gonna run into him actually in in a couple of weeks. Uh, I'm gonna go out and do a a golf tournament. Uh, with uh, Big Pete, so it, it should be a cool, cool experience, cool opportunity, and a fun weekend. And he has um, a better golf game than you, or not? I'm sure he does. I, I'm sure he's been playing a lot more golf than I have. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and hopefully that will stay the case. All right. So um, we've talked about the draft. We've talked about just your summer in Montreal. Um, we also, what I want to, we'll end it on this, Josh, because. The reason we do this is to give the fans a chance. Um, and I'm sorry I didn't get to all the questions. There's been so many questions. You guys are all amazing. Uh, Madame Zimester, you are all fantastic. 
Sad Bad Girls asks, um, hey, Josh, first of all, love seeing you on here and really enjoy having you on the Habs. And that's been what everyone's saying. Uh, what's your favorite off-ice fan interaction you've had with Montreal? Because you can't you can't go get a nice poutine without getting interrupted by fans in Montreal. So what's that been like? And what's been the most special, fun uh, fan interaction? Yeah, it's honestly, it's been incredible. Um, you know, I was coming over from Columbus where, you know, you're, you can walk down the streets and, and not even be noticed. And so it was kind of, um, it was, it was, it was definitely a change. You know, you're coming to a Canadian market, a grade A market with uh, such uh, great support from the fans um and you know there's there's not a day that goes by that um whenever i'm going into a coffee shop or a grocery store um that, that people come up to me and it, just to talk hockey you know casually and um and they're so nice about it and um you know where the team's going and and, and whatnot but it, it's it's been truly amazing uh the, the fans here are, are unbelievable and um this is why i love the city so much um and you know and hopefully it continues that way it's it's been uh, incredible do they give you tips and advice on how to be a better hockey player <laughs> maybe a little bit not too much for the most part they're they're very polite and uh very respectful so um like i said the the people uh in montreal have uh, been incredible uh towards me and my family that went by so fast. It went by as if I'm a defender trying to stop you uh, from coming in my zone. Uh, Josh, that was fantastic. We really do appreciate it. And the fans really appreciate it as well. Just this, this connection that we can get them, um, you know, answering their own questions. So we appreciate it. We appreciate everything you do on the ice. And I would just want to thank you on behalf of the fans for taking some time for us. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. And did you have a quick, uh, sorry, yeah, as a real quick, quick message to the fans that are getting ready for next year? Yeah, obviously we're we're very excited um, to go into next year. Um, I, I think we have the right people um, in this organization, especially you know with with Marty coming in, uh, Kent Hughes, Jeff Gordon, uh, LeCavier, um, you know such good hockey knowledge, and um, you know and and then again with the team, I, I think that we have a good core group, and um, we're only trying to get better. So uh, it's going to be a very exciting time. Uh, you know, next year and, and, you know, we're ready to get off to a, a good start and, and ready to compete. Perfect. Perfect. And also before I know I kept you too long, but just for people in the chat, just so you know, Josh is getting his haircut tomorrow. Yeah. So are you going to, going to post a picture of your new hair on social media? Cause we, we, we need to know, we need to analyze this, Josh. I don't know. Usually I need a, about uh, a week or two just uh, to let it grow it a little bit. Cause usually I go a little bit too short than, than I expect, but uh yeah, maybe I'll give you an update. We'll see. Perfect. May the flow be with you. Thank you so much, Josh, for joining us. Josh Anderson, the Canadian Montreal.